show. They call me Amanda Seals. And they call today Tuesday. Yay. It's September 19th. It is National Voter Registration Day. Nice. I don't even think we have enough in the show around voter registration, so we're going to have to make that adjustment in real time because we got to get y'all out there, okay? It is National Voter Registration Day. There are going to be people who tell you, don't bother voting, don't bother listening to those people. Voting happens on a local and a mm-hmm. national level, and you need to make it your business and your priority, okay? Yep. So it is not about solely voting, even though if you really like complaining about government and complaining about the system and et cetera, Honestly, the easiest thing you could do to act like you're doing something is vote. Right. People could be like, they can't say you ain't vote. Like, well, I voted, so. Because <laughs> none of y'all, listen, it's not like y'all really trying to do, like, all the things, right? Like, it's, most folks don't have the range. So, actually, voting is, like, the most basic thing you can do mm-hmm. to be involved in the change of your community. And if you and don't even do that, the other people can't do their job. Like, the other activists, organizers. Correct. They can't do their work because you ain't even do them. You even set them up. You even hit them with the alley-oops. I don't know. What kind of Scotty you think you are to Jordan? Okay? So that is my message to you. Wherever you are, please register to vote so you can be a part of the change you wish to see. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what do we have uh, coming up today in Black Hero News? Well, later today, Timbaland promises that verses will return this year. So mark your calendars. Also, Leslie Jones is speaking out on Chris Rock. She says he had to go to counseling after the infamous Will Smith slap. But in today's Big Up Let Down, Big Up to Savant Moore, member elect of Houston's Independent School District, and a listener of the Medicine Show, apparently. Mm-hmm. Find out more about that later. And coming up this hour, we'll talk about Illinois becoming the first state to eliminate cash bail. Also, tis the season, another breakup. Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert have announced it's over. Ooh, child, it ain't just me, baby. It ain't just me. Oh, man. That's right. That's how it's going down. A lot of love still in the air. Love is still in the air. It's just, mm-hmm. you Nelly know. and Ashanti together. Who is? Nelly and Ashanti. Are they? Yeah. I mean, that's been a, a journey. She had like his face on a purse or something like that. <laughs> We're so happy to see it. You see one breakup, another one get back together. It's all it's all life and balance. It's all life and balance. You know what? You can stay balanced by listening to us on not just here, but on the socials. Go to Seal Set It at Seal Set It and follow us. Also, you can give us a call at one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Black News is coming up next. Remember, I love hearing the things that you learned this week. So make sure that you call me up and tell me about something you learned. Because I want, you know, I want all the knowledge. Okay, I want all of it. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and this is some good news, I think. But some people think it's bad news because they don't mm. know. Yeah, it's black hair news. But so, okay, Illinois is set to become the first state to uh, eliminate cash bail. Right. The Illinois Pretrial Fairness Act went into effect yesterday. Um, it eliminates the requirement that those charged with a crime must post cash bail to be released from jail Mm -hmm. while their cases are pending. Mm -hmm. While law enforcement sources have opposed this change as a threat to public safety, advocates have celebrated the move as a way of lessening racial biases and Mm -hmm. economic inequalities within the criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. The reason why I said that people may think this is bad news is because in our minds, we're trained to think if you committed a crime, you should have to pay bail or you should have to be in jail. Right. The other thought part of it, the other thought process is also... Um, 
that this this bail system is fair. Right. Which <laughs> we see that it is not. I mean, on a basic level, it's like, well, how come Donald Trump and Young Thug are charged with the same uh-huh. charges? However, one is in jail and one was given bail. Mm-hmm. Now, on the surface, I feel like, well, because one has bodies that they claim and he got and the other <laughs> one, you know, has he, phone calls right, that they claim he that he made. Kill anybody. Um, allegedly. 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 But I say all that to say that the thing about cash bail is that for a long time, it has simply just been used as a way to keep people incarcerated Mm -hmm. so that they can be a use to the system. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people have not even started their trial. Right. But they are incarcerated because they haven't been able to pay bail. Why should they have to pay into the system? That's true. Do you think some people feel like, though... Because I think you're taught in school, you have a right to a speedy and dress trial. So you go go to jail and do your, and like you're going to get a trial the next day and you go to court and the judge is like guilty or not guilty. But like you said, there are people who are in jail waiting years for their trial mm-hmm. that that could be innocent. We don't know because they, they haven't had a fair trial yet. But in our minds, we're taught that, oh, you go to jail because you committed a crime. You go to court the next day and you should be out and free. We feel like it's like a really quick process and not really understanding that it's not as simple as one, two, three. Well, I do feel like there's really, I like, I don't have any frame of reference for, like, I never knew about jail in the process when Mm -hmm. I was growing up. So I didn't really have like a frame of reference for it. But I will say that I think a lot of people think that bail is fair. Mm -hmm. Like they think it's fair that if you got arrested, you should have to pay to get out of jail. And ultimately you should not have to pay to get out of jail if you are innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are indicted on a violent crime, Mm -hmm. there is a valid reason why you would be in jail Mm -hmm. because you are a threat or you are considered by this indictment a threat Mm -hmm. or a flight risk. Right. So the reason why this is also going to be helpful to lessening racial biases is because a lot of times these judges are only applying bail to black and brown people Mm -hmm. because they don't look at white people as dangerous, but they look at black and brown people as dangerous. So it's very important that we understand how this trickles down. And a lot of times we don't see that. We just see on the surface, like we saw a policeman in Illinois saying, well, this is going to be very difficult for us to do our jobs. How is this going to be difficult? First of all, you all ain't doing your job anyway, but how is this going to make it more difficult for you to do your job? Ultimately, when people do crime, you arrest them. The DA Mm -hmm. brings a case against them. They get indicted. They are now going to see a judge. And I think what this will do is it will expedite people getting in front of the judge because what they also do, y'all, is they try to push people's cases. Mm -hmm. You know, they make people wait so long because then you end up having to pay more fines, et cetera, et cetera. Never, never forget that Khalif Browder died in Khalif Browder ended up committing suicide after he had spent, I think like eight years on Rikers Island for a crime that one, he didn't commit. Right. And because he could not come up with $300 to get out of jail, he could not come up with $300 bail. And that proof is not fair. Cause obviously there are people who are guilty they know they're guilty, but they got the money to be like, back on the street tomorrow. I'm just saying. So. I have interacted with individuals who do understand the criminal justice system mm-hmm. very clearly. And they will tell you that it is based on who has the most money. Right. If a lawyer is representing three individuals and all of them are guilty, the one who is innocent is the one with the most money. And so the lawyer will go have lunch with the DA and mm-hmm. be like, hey, I need you to let so-and-so off and I'm going to give you these two. Ooh. I don't like that. I don't like it. All of this is corrupt. 
So this is one small step in the direction of trying to create some semblance of fairness within a system that was never made to be fair. All right. So there's that. Police organizations, prosecutors obviously oppose the new law. Well, because they're like, Ugh, no, we need the blacks and browns in jail. What do you all think? one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more Black Red News. And it's going to be about a breakup. Yeah, I know. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. And uh, just the season for breakups. I, you know, Venus has been in retrograde, which they said does a lot of, like, mm-hmm. bringing people back into your life that, you know, aren't necessarily useful i definitely saw that i had a lot of people come back not a lot but i had like at least three people resurface and it's like why are you resurfacing but there's also a lot of breakups i'm hearing about a lot of shifts yeah so there were like 50 planets in retrograde at one time too it was like venus mercury jupiter it's crazy time it's like it's crazy time (laughs) and so one of those couples that that uh Honestly, they, according to what Tiana said, they didn't break up based on any of this. They've been broken up. We're just late to this party. And uh, she put out a statement. She said, I, I, not too much on my bestie. In all fairness, Iman and I are separated and have been for a while. To be 1000% clear, infidelity ain't one of the reasons for our departure. We are still the best of friends, great business partners, and are on one hell of a team when it comes to co-parenting our two beautiful children. Most importantly, we are family, all caps. And in the 10 years together, seven years married, we ain't ever played with or about that, all caps. We just keep y'all asses out the group chat, LOL. Which is the reason we've been able to successfully and peacefully separate without all of the outside noise. The only reason I'm even sharing this part of the chat is because the narratives are getting a little out of hand and it's unfair to all parties involved. I hope this provided some clarity for y'all. Okay, Ante, taking y'all back out the chat. Bye. Now, we also heard that Jeezy and Jenny Mai are getting divorced, but the headline read, Jeezy files for divorce from Jenny Mai, which, okay, to be honest, I didn't get to talk to Jeannie yet, but... The way that it was reported seems to me like we are just now finding out Mm -hmm. and that this Mm -hmm. has already been going on. And so I say all that to say, though, there's something valuable in here about keeping the Internet out of your business. Yes. Keeping the Internet out of your business until you, you know, if you even need to at all, but until you feel comfortable. Like for me, I was broke up with Devon for a month before I came on the internet and said Mm. something now by habit you feel like i'm by myself and i want to say something to the internet because the internet's are my friends the internet's are not your friends you actually should have actual friends the internet's can be a place where some of your actual friends also exist but the internet at the end of the day is not supposed to be your safe space and it's really something that i think a lot of us are moving too far from you know, we we also think that like celebrities owe us an explanation about like mm-hmm. what they're doing or why they haven't done something or where they've pivoted to. I mean, Tay Diggs and his lady April, they used to make a lot of videos together. Right. Makes all these videos together. Now she hasn't been in videos for a month. The way people are haranguing <laughs> this man. People want to know. Where's April? <laughs> why April on here? Like post after post. He's posting them post with his son. He's doing post by that. himself. Mm-hmm. Where's April? She I hope he ain't he's not his father. Without April, I'm like y'all are wild. Well, what made you make the decision to share with the world? Because obviously, like Tiana said, like she wanted to clear up the rumors before it got crazy. 
Well, you also want to be able to be in charge of your own narrative. Okay. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that you do understand the realities of being a public figure. You do under, I mean, I have two, I have two million people following me on mm-hmm. Instagram. So I understand that that is a space where I have shared photos and I have shared like things going on in my life. So I'm not, it's not like I'm completely devoid of the realities of the intimacy of that space. But I also know that it's also a place where people make it their business to be mean. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it their business to insert their toxicity, to project their toxicity. So it was like, I know that I'm going to need to address this at some point. But also because just the way that I exist in the world is I'm very transparent. Right. And I want to be able to talk about things like Small Doses podcast wouldn't even be where it is if I didn't share the transparency of my experiences. Or right. like kind of consciously skirt around it without <laughs> right talking about it. So I feel like there's, um, there was just a reality there that I knew I needed to address, but I don't, I don't honestly feel like, uh, I no, I don't honestly feel like you have to share everything mm-hmm. and you should not expect these folks to share everything either. Y'all, we got to remember that we have to create our own inner circles that really are our inner circles. And everyone doesn't need to know your business. Mm -mm. She said something so poignant. She said the reason why we were able to peacefully separate is because we didn't have people involved Mm -hmm. that would blow it up. Keep the folks out your business. Keep them out your business. Okay. That's just the truth of what it is. Um, And when people don't see my dog, like in the video, when people don't see Jordy in one of my videos for like a week, they're like, where's your dog? What happened to your dog? Why isn't your dog there? What's going on with your dog? I mean, it's like, y'all, please. I gave him away. Please. <laughs> please. We're going to talk more about this on Group Chat Thursday, because uh, I definitely want to delve more into just the conversation around divorce and, you know, breaking up and like, where does failure exist in that, if at all? So, want to talk about that on Group Chat Thursday. Hit me up, one 855 to 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. 60-second headlines when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are we are. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here, and it is time to get into 60 Second Headlines. Jeremiah, like the Bible, tell them what it is. All right, first up, the FDA panel finds that decongestants, Benadryl, and Sudafed are not effective at reducing nasal congestion. I mean, it really? I feel like they're effective for me, but okay, maybe it's just a placebo. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Also, Sean Diddy Combs wishes to team up with Byron Allen and Tyler Perry to form a black media powerhouse. That just sounds like a <laughs> lot of ego. That's what that sounds like. I mean, that means it's going to be like bad wigs, bad oh. contracts, and Diddy going to be all up in the videos. Of course, it will be in the video. <laughs> <Dance. laughs> Okay, what were you saying? Well, the poverty rate has increased sharply since the pandemic. Surprise! And also reporting today, water is still wet. All right, speaking of water being wet, Ice Spice has a new collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts. Together they've launched the Ice Spice Munchkins drink. I mean, it makes sense. Pumpkin Spice, Ice Spice... Yeah, okay. If they would have missed that one, fire the team, fire the team. <laughs> Lastly, Mitt Romney has announced that he will not seek re-election to the Senate, and he's calling for a new generation of leaders. You know, this is actually interesting because he, you know, has been a career politician in different um, different roles, and I think he was, like, the governor of Massachusetts mm-hmm. at one point. And ran so he ran for president and, like, genuinely, like, almost won. Um, but the reality is that he is being 
gracious in this. And I think this is not enough from our other politicians. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi, step down. <laughs> Diane Feinstein, step down. Chuck Schumer, step down. Mitch McConnell, step down. Joe Biden, step down. <laughs> Donald Trump, step down. Everybody. I mean, step down. <laughs> Do I need to do a remix? I'm like, that's like the cha-cha slide. Everybody (laughs) step down. He said, we need to have people elected that are going to live in the world they're making decisions about. Good point. A lot of common sense, which is not (laughs) common. And he lives in Utah. (laughs) Uh, So those are your 60 second headlines, y'all. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we love when you all give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, you can call me for advice. You know, you can call me to tell me you loved my documentary uh, in Amanda We Trust. Remember, I said loved, okay? I'm not interested in you calling something why you didn't like it. Uh, you can also call us to tell you, call us to tell us that you registered to vote today because it is voter registration day. So if you registered to vote today, I would love for you to call us and tell us why. Tell us why you registered to vote. Oh my gosh, I would love to hear from people who are just now registering to vote. Please give us a call at one 855 8 Let's go to the phone lines. Who's this? Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah. This is Sean from Delaware. I was wondering if you knew anything about what happened to um, Tiffany Cross from MSNBC and what is she doing now? I just thought that um, her commentary was a lot like yours, and I was wondering if you kept up with where she is and what she's doing now. Thank you. Love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. I don't know. I. You be knowing stuff though. It's above me. Okay. I am I am un I am not in contact with Tiffany D. Cross. So I am unaware of her whereabouts and her goals and her plans. Um but you can got my documentary in Amanda We Trust at inamandawetrust.com. Thank you for calling. We'll be right back next hour. We gotta talk about the new Shanquella Robinson movie. What? Okay. On Tubi? That's to be continued here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals and happy birthday to Sanaa Lathan, also to Jimmy Fallon and just birthday to Tim Scott. I'm not going to say happy birthday because I don't care that he has a birthday, but just birthday. Just alive. Yeah, just alive, Tim Scott. I wonder how his girlfriend's doing. You know what? Somebody somebody made a whole video about like, it's one thing to like ask if somebody like has a girlfriend or whatever. But they basically calling you lame. Like, you can't pull no girls. Like, your whole party has made that their whole thing. You can't get a girl. <laughs> At your big age. That's embarrassing. 
this would be a good time for him to be like to come out as like I'm asexual and just make that like His a thing. whole yeah yeah but then you know that's the progressive love for him well that's the thing my homeboy was like uh, somebody had like said like oh he's dating like a staff like one of his male staffers and my homeboy oh, my homeboy was like you know it's never okay to out people I'm like it's that but come on the reason why it would be okay in my mind to out him is because you are supporting policies that are right. harming a community that you might actually be a part of we can't have that I feel like only the only caveat is it, somebody else is in a situation I don't know like their situation they didn't say who they just said a male but you know they go, the internet gonna find out once they get that they got the address <laughs> the mama where y'all went to eat last night <laughs> listen you know what you got you got what we coming up this hour <laughs> what do we got Coming up this hour, we got to talk about apparently the new Shanquilla Robinson Tubi series. They got a cease and desist letter from the family. They ain't having it. Also, Timbaland says verses will return this year. Love that. Mm. Plus, we got the big up let down. Big up to Savant Moore, the new elect, the new member elect of the Houston Independent School District of Texas and a listener of the Medicine Show. I mean, I just wonder if um, there's any verses left to have. I mean, there's like always the talk of like Lil Wayne and you know what? I'll save that for later. Okay. We're going to talk about that when we get back. Don't keep, don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seals show. They call me Amanda Seals and uh, you know, we listen, laugh and learn. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. Today is National Voter Registration Day. I'm calling an audible. We were going to talk about Shankola Robinson's 2B movie, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. What we're actually talking about is voting. Mm -hmm. Okay? Why do we need to vote? Well, on a basic note, you need to vote simply because it's something to do. (laughs) (laughs) On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It's there, and if you don't vote, it doesn't stop the process from processing. Mm Mm-hmm. So a not vote is still a vote. Mm -hmm. When you don't vote, you are actually supporting whoever you don't want. And you might say, well, I don't want either of the candidates. Guess what? One of them (laughs) is going to be chosen. And ultimately, one of them is going to affect you worse than the other. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just kind of what it is. Depends on what you are being affected by. Also, we vote as black people on a basic level. We should be voting as a spiritual practice to pay homage to those who died so that we can. Yes. Literally just on that alone. Okay. We also have black folks currently who are being suppressed in their vote. Mm -hmm. Alabama is a great example of this. Mississippi is a great example of this. Uh, North Carolina, Florida, like all of these places, Georgia, Tennessee, gerrymandering is the act of drawing districts in a way that allows for more Republicans to get their uh, vote through. Because the reality is that people consider Democrats to be black people because traditionally black people have voted Democrat because when the parties flipped, when after like the reconstruction and the parties flipped, Mm -hmm. they flipped because it was the Republican party originally that was like, yeah, we should probably, we should probably cut this slavery thing. (laughs) And the Democrat party was like, nah, like the Democrats were Dixiecrats. Mm -hmm. Like they were from the South. And so the actual parties ended up flipping and the Dixiecrats were becoming the Republicans and the Republicans becoming the Democrats. And they flipped and said, nah, we don't want government in our business Mm -hmm. because we wanted to be able to have slaves. 
Yes. And so the Democrats end up being the ones who are like, well, we actually are not with that. And Mm -hmm. we're okay with having government be involved because we need to actually make changes to government to help protect Americans and what's and citizens and these new black citizens. And so that is a large part why Democrats have traditionally been voted for by black folks, because they were the party that was actively saying we need to make shifts after this civil war to protect black folks. And it was not going down because the other parties and the Supreme Court were like, get it out of here. So when we say that, it's not just like, oh, I'm only giving, why y'all Democrats expect black people to vote? It's because traditionally that has been the case and it's not any different right now. Right. Okay. Republicans are not here for black people, period. End of story. And you might be like, oh, Amanda, either are Democrats. No, some Democrats are not, but Mm -hmm. there are no Republicans who are here for black people. (laughs) Not even Tim Scott. No, ain't he a whole black man. Okay. So again, I agree with you. We should not have a dual party system. It is nonsense and it is frustrating, but that is where we are right now. I want y'all to vote because we are not voting for a person. We're voting for a path. We are not going to solve America's ills in this election. The experiment of America is a failed experiment. It's like they was in the lab trying to cook up democracy and they just simply have not put the right ingredients in the beaker. However, we need more time to be able to figure out what ingredients we do need to combine to actually turn this whole thing over and make for a better opportunity. There's words I want to use that I can't use, but essentially there's a combination that we have not gotten to yet in order to make this an actual solid compound. And so we need time to do that. And we need to be able to get to that point with as little obstructions as possible. One party is going to be very obstructive and that is the Republican party. I do not pretend to be nonpartisan. I am very people partisan. (laughs) And right now, that is what is happening. So please register to vote. Okay. It's very important. Get it's, you a sticker. Get you a sticker. Well, you get the sticker when you vote. Yeah. I don't think you get one oh, when no. you register. Well, if you vote, you register now. You get a new vote next. And we're going to vote in local and mm-hmm. our federal elections. Right? Great. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Shout out to everybody who is registering to vote today. Please give me a call if this is your first time registering to vote. one 855 8 That's one 262 Also, you can give me a call even if this wasn't your first time registering. But, you know, if you want to tell me why you registered to vote. Okay, let's do that. All right. Uh, speaking of voting. Timbaland promises that there will be a versus return this year. His announcement comes nearly a year after he and Swiss Beats filed a $28 million lawsuit against Triller, the company they were in business with. Right. Some of the best versus challenges so far. Mm, Let's run them down. Okay. First of all, before we even go into that, I wonder, are there any like valid verses left? 
I know uh-huh. that people talk a lot about like someone going up against Lil Wayne and someone going up against Jay Z. Both of them have said there's no one good enough to go up against me. Okay. Maybe a 50 Cent <laughs> versus with somebody else. Um, I mean, people want to usher Chris Brown like that's not. That's that's weird. They're just like the same person in two different gener- generations, in my opinion. So it's like, yeah, I can't each other out. Well, for the performance aspect of it, it would be bonkers. Oh yeah, but I mean, sense. there's not going to be any win. <laughs> um, I want this. Okay, this I was a weird matchup, but in my head, it makes sense. I want to see TLC versus Outkast. Okay, yeah, that is a weird mix. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because <laughs> I think they're both like Atlanta, but they're both these two groups that are like weird. Like they're both like very specific to themselves that are unique, but they like pop, but also like hip hop. They like there's like uniquely made. They can't but see, go that's the thing. Else. Versus needs to be. Versus needs to be, you know, two folks that are kind of like on the same plane. My okay. favorite versus of all time is the Locks versus Dipset. And if you don't understand, it's because you're not New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not New York. You don't you don't get it. I hear that. I hear that. You don't get it. But I, I need y'all to understand. Like, that was a whole thing. And the way that the Locks molly Dipset <laughs> was unbelievable. When your man Jada said... The only grams y'all know is weed and drugs. We got four Grammys. That's the grams we know. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, they're rapping. People okay. Like um, Gucci versus um, Jeezy. I mean, got a little contentious at a certain point. Gucci versus Jeezy was very scary because I was really like, oh, I think this might <laughs> not end well. It's my remember, well. Was that a versus with, it was with like Omarion and everybody was just like, it was like Omari versus somebody else. But like Ray J was there with a the baby. Then like. Well, it was like the R&B ones. Okay. And then like Ray J was like, I couldn't sing One Wish because I'm holding my son. Yes. And it was compressing my diaphragm. <laughs> uh, my other favorite verses was Three Six Mafia versus Bone Thugs and Harmony. Rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. But that was another one where like things got a little hectic and they were fighting. But then they came back and they were, they hugged it out and finished the show. And it was great. But his verses not verses without the little chaos a little bit. You like the chaos. It gives you. It gives you yeah. I mean, my third favorite verses of all time was super chaotic because it was Teddy Riley versus Babyface. Oh, yeah. And Teddy Riley was trying to do like an entire production. And Babyface mm. is like, I mean, I'm just in the studio. So like we can get this done. We remember Keisha Cole didn't show up to her. It's like late and Ashanti was just online. Oh, that was a whole thing. <laughs> you know, then there was like Brandy versus Monica, which was just like That could have been good. It could have been good, but it was just odd. Um people really like the Jill Scott versus Erica Badu one. Oh, the love session. Uh there was Bunky Killer versus Beanie Man. And mm-hmm. I in the chat said the wrong lyrics to a Beanie Man song Ooh. and all of Jamaica clowned me for like a good <laughs> 72 hours. And you can't undo it either. It's like, dang, I sent it. I sent, no, I genuinely thought that was a lyric. Oh. I thought it was old dog lightweight and they were like, lightweight? Ha! <laughs> it was actually old dog like we. So, you know, there was that. Patois got me. It got me down. But what were your favorite verses? 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with the Big Up Let Down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for the Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. 
Okay, today's big up, big up. goes to member-elect of the Houston Independent School District, ISD of Texas, representing District 2, Savant Moore. <laughs> so Savant Moore won the election to the Houston ISD outright after mm. the general election that was scheduled for November 7th was canceled. And this is also special because he sent me a message. Okay. He sent me a message that thanked me for encouraging regular citizens to run for office. He says, um, thank you for encouraging regular citizens to run for office. I won. So now the real work begins. And that just made me feel so Love just it. good. Like I literally in In Amanda We Trust. I mean, I'm sure this is from earlier, but in In Amanda We Trust, my political comedy documentary that you can get at inamandawetrust.com. I start the documentary with the concept of y'all, if you want to run for office and you feel like you have something to give to your community mm -hmm. and change to bring into the space, do it. These people are not necessarily smarter than you. They're not necessarily more experienced than you. They're simply just in position. And a lot of them were put in position. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Savant. Uh, congratulations on your win. And I hope to see you do your best work in handling the show that is the Houston Independent School District. Remember, this is the same district where they are actively trying to. Well, I don't even think they're trying to. They're actively closing down libraries right. and turning them into detention centers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nonsense. So big up, big up to Savant Moore. Today's. Let down. Goes to the two Miami TSA agents who were allegedly, and by allegedly, we're just using that because we have to, but it's on tape, caught stealing from luggage as bags went through security at the Miami International Airport. Now, anybody who know, knows that MIA will definitely have things go MIA. Uh, but nonetheless, they doing this and they know there's cameras there? Come on, y'all. They care. were stealing from passengers' bags. They removed the officers from screening duties pending the completion of the investigation. But y'all, they going down, okay? They was putting money in their pocket and they looking at each other like, ha, 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 look what I did. You see, you see what you did? Look what I did. Cornballs. This also supports my continuing efforts to say, what is the point of TSA? Yeah. What is it? What's really happening. I know that the thought process is if we make it difficult to get on the plane with weapons and people won't bring weapons on the plane. I know I get it. But I think a lot of times I'm looking at folks at TSA and they're being mean and I'm like, you hate this job, don't you? Mm -hmm. And you hate me too. Mm -hmm. Put your bag up. <laughs> Take your computer out. You got TSA pre-check? Do you got TSA pre-check? Yes, I do. I do. Well then put your computer back. Put the money back. Big up, big up. Right here at the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6328. My mom had a pair of shoes stolen from her suitcase at Miami International Airport. And they replaced it with their own shoes. Cool. Yeah, there's that. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I am here for you. So you can call me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Got something on your mind? Call me up. You got advice you want to get? Call me up. You want unsolicited advice? <laughs> well, don't call me. Uh, but let's go to the phone lines and see why this person is calling. Hey, Amanda. Corey from Newark, New Jersey here. 
here's what Kamala would need to do. She would need to lean into her blackness. She would also need to lean into her gender as a black female. Uh, I think black females are presented in this country. She has an awesome uh, uh, point where she can really show representation to that community and lessons about her person to make sure that she wins the black woman's vote. That would at least help her in the presidency. I think the other thing too, is we need to hear more of her own individual ideology. What is it that you stand for? What is your moral compass? And not be in the shadow of somebody else's moral compass, but like, what do you believe in matter of factly and unapologetically? Thanks. I completely agree. Um, you know, I think Kamala, for what it's worth, is riding the wave to be able to run for office mm-hmm. eventually. Um, either that or she's just like holding a spot for somebody else. But I think we just haven't heard enough of Kamala mm-hmm. for us to be able to say, OK, yeah, like it makes sense that she would be president. And the reason why it's worked in vice presidents in the past is because they were white men. Yeah. And yeah. so it doesn't it, like people were just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You're a white man. You're another white man. Yeah. George Bush was Ronald Reagan's vice president. Right. And so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for you to be president too. Okay, fine. But like, I think there's also, there was a time, that was a time where there wasn't going to be like much reporting in general. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost as if, because there's so much more access, it feels like she's a lot more not present mm-hmm. just because we're like, 24 hours. yeah, like we used to at least see Joe Biden jogging <laughs> with Obama. Do you feel like she was duped in a sense that, you know, Biden picked her like, this is my promise to black women. I'm picking Kamala Harris and like maybe promise her like, when I put you in here, I'm going to let you do X, Y, Z, da, 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 and got in and like maybe flipped the script. Like, actually. I mean, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that I think a lot of black women thought, oh, we're going to finally mm. see some representation. And we thought maybe because this was a uniquely um, positioned vice president. Mm-hmm that we would see a different version of what the vice president does. And we didn't. We saw exactly the same version, right. which is the vice president just being in the back and being trotted out to talk about things that the president does not want to talk about. Right, right. So that's my thoughts. Uh, hit me up, one eight five five 8 with your thoughts. one 855 We had asked the question, what do you feel like Kamala Harris would have to do to you know, win the presidency because she was asked, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like you would be ready to take the office of commander in chief? And she said, yes. So I want to hear from you. Thank you, Corey, for calling up and, and setting that, uh, setting the tone, setting the tone. Next hour, we've got another fatal encounter with the police. This one right here. <sighs> I mean, you can't even walk on the crosswalk around these fools. We're going to get into it. We also got Leslie Jones talking about how Chris Rock can't even walk on the stage without getting slapped. We don't talk about all that. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The... McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal, set it, y'all. We are.
Seals Show. My name is Amanda Seals. Tuesday, September 19th is what we're doing. And uh, my bedroom is getting wallpapered today. Very excited. Very excited. This is the last step in the reimagining of my bedroom post breakup. The wallpaper. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This is the last major step. I have to get rid of this one chair and like replace it, but this is the last okay. like major, major step. So I'm very excited about it. Very excited. Uh, on this day in 1881, Booker T. Washington opened the Tuskegee Institute. Okay. So shout out to Booker T. Uh, your father went to Tuskegee. Yes. And he clarified he went to the Institute before it was the university. So I guess I that see. means he's like, you know. An OG. Yeah, he OG. Shout out to, Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Pops. What do we got coming up this hour? We got to talk about unfortunate news out of Seattle. 23 year old Janavi Kandula that was fatally struck and killed by police. And what did the body cam for this show? Also, Leslie Jones says that Chris Rock went through counseling after the Will Smith slap. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to hear from MC Checkerho this hour, Amanda. So stay tuned for that. Last, we got to talk about how black we feel today. Oh, how black do we feel today? We're going to get into all of that. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals Show. Show it's your girl Amanda Seals, and I am just exhausted by this story. A Seattle police officer is under investigation after his body worn camera captured a phone conversation following the death of 23 year old Janavi Kandula, who was fatally struck by a speeding police car. And in the conversation, the officer is laughing and says that the victim was only 26 and so she had limited value. This officer, again, this is not even the, we're not even talking about the officer who hit the woman Mm -hmm. who, by the way, is like, was exonerated. Right. This officer, Daniel Otterer was dispatched to the crash scene on January 23rd after the other officer hit and killed 23 year old Janavi in a crosswalk while crosswalk while responding to a call. He was going 60 something miles an hour in a 23 mile an hour zone. The South Asian community in Seattle is now demanding sensitivity training, respect and jail for the police officer who is responsible for the killing of Janavi Kandula. Now she's an Indian student, but so y'all, so you haven't heard the audio. Nobody's heard the audio. No. Uh, there's a witness that says, no, she wasn't. But uh, I think she went up on the hood, hit the windshield. Then when he hit the brakes, flew off the car. But she is dead. <laughs> no, it's a regular person. Yeah, just write a check. <laughs> $11,000. She was 26 anyway. She had limited value. That's honestly quite possibly one of the most rep- reprehensible things I've ever heard in my life. Like genuinely. Right. To hear someone so cavalierly speak about a person's life. And you know what? We've heard cops talk crazy in the past, but I think we, I'm not going to say we, but I think many people will tell themselves, well, it's a criminal. So their life wasn't that valuable anyway. Mm -hmm. This was a young lady that was literally going to class. Right. Um, And this person is supposed to be tasked with dealing with human beings Mm -hmm. while they are, uh, armed mm-hmm. this person, but we're going to talk about bad apples, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just a bad apple in the police force. Cause you know what we're not talking about? Who is he on the phone with? Right. Cause somebody's on the other line, making him feel comfortable mm-hmm. to talk like this, to laugh at the blatant disregard for this woman's life. 
It really is. It's just, it is absolutely vile. Hit me up and let me know your thoughts. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I, I'll give you some more facts on this when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We're about to get into Black Earth News, uh, but I want to give you all a couple more facts on the last story. We were talking about this officer in Seattle, Washington, caught on the phone talking about a young woman who was killed in the crosswalk by another officer who was driving to a call and just was speeding and and literally killed her on impact. And we've heard through the body cam footage, this other officer just disgustingly describing the scenario saying, you know, oh, it's a regular person. Uh, yeah, she just write a check. She's only 26. So $11,000 should do it. She had limited value. I mean, just the actual mm-hmm. complete disregard for human life. Um, so I guess the body cams don't work <laughs> clearly. Well, I mean, yes, the body cam works because we're able to hear this footage because of the body cam. Well, I mean, I guess like the behavior hasn't changed. You you suspect oh, like oh fair. body cam, you will be on your best behavior. No. <laughs> well, this person um, who is trained as a drug recognition expert was sent to see if the officer who struck Kandula was impaired. So just remember, police. poor police relations is not just a black issue Mm -mm. policing is an everybody's problem Mm -hmm. because even black police are a problem look at the five who have been indicted by the doj for their murder of tyree nichols in memphis anywho let's change course okay comedian leslie jones is close friends with chris rock she claims that the impact of the slap heard around the world affected not only him but his family she says that beyond being humiliated The incident really affected him and led him to go through counseling with his daughters. I'm not quite sure why she is the one telling this story. Um, I mean, she has a new book called Leslie Effing Jones, and I guess Chris Rock wrote the foreword, but I just feel odd that like this would be the story that she'd be telling uh, as it relates to her book. But maybe the book is about counseling. Uh, But anyways, you know, this is a scenario that really speaks to the way you deal with embarrassment and traumatic moments. Right. And I think for men in particular, it can be a very doozifying situation. It can challenge the, um, this, the societal, uh, masculinity standards. Mm -hmm. It challenges, you know, their, their outward impression, their view, et cetera. And, um, this happened on a national stage. Not like, and like he said, she said, like, oh, Chris, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. So that being said, um, I feel like I could talk about this, but mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not a dude. So I, I want to give the mic to uh, a good friend of the show. When we get back, my homeboy MC Chekaho, he's got some things to say about right. this situation. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about Leslie Jones, who who was out on a press tour and was talking about Mm -hmm. Chris Rock and how after he got slapped, he actually had to go to to therapy, to counseling and therapy, you know, because it was really like humiliating for him. It was very embarrassing for him. Yes. And the reality is that this is not a unique case to Chris Rock. Chris Mm -hmm. Rock 
is just like many other men. I think in his case, he decided to go to counseling. But unfortunately, that has not been the way a lot of men have responded for a myriad of reasons. And I have my homeboy, MC Chekaho, chiming in from the Bronx, who wants to talk about, you know, what really is going on here and 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 just kind of speak to the whole idea of how men deal with humility and embarrassment. And is there a more healthier way? What's up, MC? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Yo, uh, so check this out, right? The reality of things is this. Your mans was on the stage. Your mans got pop. All right? All of us saw it. It was crazy. I could see why your mans felt some type of way. I could see why your mans say, you know what? Let me go to therapy. Because ultimately, when the humiliation happens, it ain't no light work, y'all. It's like your balls shrivel up into little almonds, all right? It's like your whole body gets cold, gets frozen, like, yo, I know this, I know that, I know this didn't happen. And so once you once you unfreeze and, and the almonds return back to their original schedule program, you like... I only got one option. I got to do something about this. Mm, okay. But most of the time, the do something is about what you going to do to that person. Mm. And inevitably, you doing something to that person ends up still coming back to you. And you like, yo, but I got to get my respect. I got to get my, my back. I got to get my head back. I got to get it back. Right, right. But what I'm saying about a man like Chris Rock is he got too much to lose, mm. bro. He got too much to lose to even go into that situation like that. So I want to congratulate that man for deciding to hit up therapy instead of hitting up Will Smith in his face. Yeah. Because I don't know that he got the reach for that either. That's the tall <laughs> bruh. That's the tall mm. bruh. But we've seen these stories like over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Be out here killing the cat because they got beat in a basketball game and they feel embarrassed. Like, yo, your man broke my ankles. Now I got to break his neck. Like, you be embarrassed that you didn't have yourself together. You be humiliated. All of this, all of this is really about your own lack of confidence, bruh. That's what I got to tell y'all's out there, yo. Like, you going to lose sometimes. You going to take an L sometimes. Sometimes folks is going to do something sideways to you. But you got to have your own fortitude to be able to be locked in enough to where that can't bring you into another type of character. You can't let that change your character. So I want to shout out Chris Rock. You ain't that type of dude. You didn't become that type of dude. He stayed a funny dude. He said, you know what? I'm going to go do a whole special about this. He stayed so copacetic with it that a whole other did a special about it. Marlon Wayans. All right. So that's what's good. Your man's MC check a hole. You could catch me on the court. And let me tell you something. Let's say you J in my face. Let's say you J in my face. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it could go down. But you know what? That ain't going to make me go left. Keep it locked right here. Amanda, it's back to you. Thank you, Chekaho. You always have such insightful commentary. So much to say. Yeah, so much to say. And just, you know, from the male perspective. And we mm-hmm. we appreciate that from the cisgendered male perspective. So shout out Bronx. to MC Chekaho, repping uptown, the Bronx. We'll be right back with How Black You Feel today here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to find out. How bad do you feel today? All right, y'all. It's time to find out how black we feel today. Jeremiah, like the Bible, how black do you feel today? I feel LeVar Burton black today. Okay. Kunta? <laughs> no. Jordy LaForge? <laughs> reading Rainbow. Reading, reading Rainbow. Rainbow? Okay. Because earlier this year, I made like a pledge to myself to like read more. And I really have been on it. Like I really have made an active, you know, sometimes you give yourself goals. Like I'm going to go read a book in like the books on the show. Yeah. But no, like, I made a conscious effort. I was, I've finished one book. I'm almost done with the second one. And I started a third one. Wow. And I've intentionally supported Black-owned businesses. I went to a Black-owned bookstore to get two of them. One is from my friend who's a Black author. Okay. Um, so independent. But also, all the books have been good, too. And more so, books about... Are you just not going to name the titles? Like, Oh. Uh, one is called Black Book, um, which is a fiction book. The other one is Vibe Check, which is about, like, capitalism and the music industry. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm reading now is called The Boys Come First, I believe. But I also made an effort to do, like, fiction books and not just, like... I'm trying to learn, right? Build wealth and start an yeah. LLC. <laughs> Fiction books are, you know, a beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. But I don't think as adults we're like often like champion to do that. It's like, are you reading a book about? You no, know, yeah, it's true. Building a house, nonfiction. It's, it's like very. You know, <laughs> I'm not. You're not be reading the book about how to buy a 40 acres and a mule, like 48 laws of power. It's mm-hmm. like no. So I've definitely, I'm happy. Like I've been achieving that goal. All right, and I've enjoyed it actually too. Books are good. Yes, even though uh, state legislators in Missouri were burning books. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, that is nonsense. But by the way, they were burning books symbolically because they didn't want to actually buy the books in order to burn them. So they just said, <laughs> okay. So they're literally burning the boxes that the books came in. Yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, are funny. But how black do you feel today, Amanda Seals? Hmm. I feel Cisco of Drew Hill Black okay. today. Not the Hong song. Um, no, Cisco of Drew Hill Black because my lower back is hurting, mm. and that must have been how it felt for him to carry the group. Oh, except for jazz. I mean, no kill too, but just like performance wise, it was always just no. It was always just Cisco. Let's be real. <laughs> now you know that it's Sweet Prince and uh, Drew Hill that feel that way. They wanted a verse. They wanted a moment. <laughs> well, that was Woody. <laughs> Woody wanted his verse, and then he got it, and we were all like, "Yeah, that wasn't it. That wasn't it." But also, side note, um, Q Parker actually put out like a APB to oh, yeah. Slim and Mike from One Twelve, saying like, "Yo." In the in the wake of the passing of Irish, one of the singers of 702, mm-hmm. one of the members of Jagged Edge uh, was just in like a really crazy car accident. Mm-hmm. And now I guess it made him say, you know what? Life is too short. Whatever mm-hmm. we're beefing about is not big enough for us to not talk to each other because like we were in groups mm-hmm. and we are a group. So that I hope. <laughs> listen. Please make new music, 112, because one, where is R&B? On a Diddy album that he made. <laughs> okay. 
Well, I would love a I would love a new Run 12 album. And uh, that goes for Jagged Edge. We ain't getting no younger. You, you already paying my light bill. We might as well do it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal set it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We up, we up, we up. And it is time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. The word of the day is demure. Do you know what that means? Um, demure is like when you're very like subdued or I think I was like ladylike. That's like the thing I think of someone who's very like soft. Like you have like a, a, a shawl on or something <laughs> and your legs are crossed. The shawl and the legs are crossed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean... I feel like that's how I've always looked at it as well. But uh, the definition is reserved, mm. modest, quiet, or polite. Okay. And it's typically used to describe a woman. But I know that I've always heard this word used in a very positive connotation. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly like, oh, like she was so demure, mm-hmm. meaning that she was like a beautiful woman because she was reserved, modest, quiet, or polite. Right, right. She wants stirring up trouble. Ain't nobody calling me demure or sexy red. All right. What do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have politicians of the darndest things. Also, 60 second headlines. Plus the big up let down. Let down's going to some TSA agents in Miami. Stealing. Thievery at its finest. We're going to get into all of that. Don't go anywhere. It is the Amanda Seal Show, and we have got so much more show for you. Keep it locked. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it's never ceases to amaze me that we seem to always have content for this segment. Politicians say the darndest things. All right. Of course, another repeat offender. You would think people get tired of being on here, but I guess not. Um, Former President Donald Trump was talking to Megyn Kelly, and he was asked about if he was allowed to have those classified documents, and he had this to say. But the question is simply, your lawyer signed a certification saying they had turned over everything that was responsive. Then when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, they found documents that were responsive that had not been produced. Mark Class. I don't know what the timing is. Again, I'd have to check That's the time. I don't know. I just don't know the timing. All I know is I'm allowed to have those documents. But, that, but once you get a subpoena, you have to turn them over. I know this. I don't even know that because I have <laughs> the right to have those documents. So I don't really know that. Uh, these are Democrat fascists. What? What are you talking about? <sighs> this guy is a piece of work. Why does he keep doing interviews? He loves interviews. That's what he does. He's, He's a show pony. He's like, I got to be out and be seen. That's why he like being a president, because he get to be seen. He don't care about uh, running the country. <laughs> This guy is so ridiculous. Then he was in another interview where he was like, where he was being asked, you know, who did you listen to on January 6th? Like, was it your, was it your, your, your uh, lawyers? Like what made you, you know, take so long to call 
um, and tell people to call it off. And he was like, I listen to myself. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then he went on to say, Nancy Pelosi turned down the National Guard. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She literally was on the phone like, send, s- send help. <laughs> She was in danger. She was not calling the National Guard. It's like, cut it out. So long story short, he continues to be a ridiculous person. I thought about not doing this clip because I was like, oh, we talk about Trump so much. But I also feel like I need to continue to remind you all and instill in y'all that this is not a person who wants your Mm well-being. And some of you all have tricked yourself into, oh, I should vote for him because he's better than Biden or I should vote for him because he did so much for black people. One, he did not do anything for black people. Number of the things that you think that he did for black people were policies that were already put in place from the Obama administration that he was simply just carrying out because it was on time. Like it was a part of the time process to do so. For instance, like the historically black colleges, they were like, he gave HBCU so much money. That money is, a, right. it's allotted to HBCUs every year. Like Annually. all he did was saying, sign a, a thing that's already been in the, he didn't stop it, but he didn't start it either. Right. Then people are like, oh, we got checks from him during the pandemic. Mm. Yeah, the first person to give out check. No. <laughs> and he, and he was forced he was forced. Also, people are like, oh, he gave black people money. And it's like, well, he didn't give black people money because they were black people. And that's what I think y'all are not understanding. Right. He did not. You didn't get checks because you were black. He didn't do something for you because you were black. You got checks because he was doing something that was going to actually benefit him and the very wealthy people. And it trickled down to you. So, again, like, let's get proper context. Do not believe the hype. This man right here is more of a danger, in my opinion, not simply because of what he would do as president, but because what his presence does to our society, which is, again, a reminder for everybody to register to vote. Today is National Voter Registration Day. Remember, we're not just voting for federal in the November elections. We'll be voting for our local elections. By the way, local elections happen like all the time. Mm -hmm. So you got to stay up on when your local elections are happening. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with six second headlines. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, something to head on out of here, man. Something to head on out of here. Thank you all for joining us on this lovely Tuesday. We covered a lot of stories. Jeremiah, run it down for the people, the good people. Well, we talked about Timbaland because he says verses will be coming back this year. So we talked about some of our favorite moments, like when Ray J was holding his son and couldn't sing. Mm. Also, Lizzie Jones <laughs> says that Chris Rock went through counseling with his daughters after the Will Smith slap. We didn't have much to say, but MC Shekahoe came in, you know, yeah. to get his thoughts about how that went down. Plus, Illinois became the first, will become the first state to eliminate cash bill. We love that. Also, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert have separated. Damn. But we found out, soon, like yesterday, because she kept about her business. That's Which is the love. most important part. Maturity, y'all. Maturity. We love to see it. And I hope it sets you know, somewhat of a, a, a trend for mm. folks, okay? Keep these internets out of your business until you have a handle on your business. That's, I think, the key part of it. She's letting people in now because they have peacefully separated. Mm-hmm. They are, they've, they have a solid, you know, uh, plan, for, not, not plan, but they are solidly operating as co-parents, as business partners, etc. And so, whatever the internet got to say ain't going to disrupt what they've already built. Right. Remember, if you miss any other part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, stay connected to us on social media at Seals Said It. 
Coming up on Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Blackheart news. Also, does Generation X suck at being aunties and grandparents? Why y'all coming for our next? Plus, we got your big up and let down in another edition of Politicians Say the Normal Things. Also, Professor Supreme will have another block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, but it is for us. All of that's happening on Wednesday on the Amanda Seals Show. So remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. See you manana. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.